everybody. Matt Felter here. Andrew Lake here. We are two real estate agents in San Antonio, Texas. But this podcast is not real estate focused. We'll be talking about anything and everything with our guests. So here's another episode of Your Inner Voices with Matt and Andrew. Sveti balls. What? Oh, sorry, sorry. When right. we first just keep went, keep going. This is our first podcast, and uh, before we even turned the mics on, we were like Saturday Night Live. Andrew wants to talk about a current of, current event, <clears throat> but um, Saturday Night Live keeps creeping in there with his sweaty balls. Andrew, anyway, what, what's all happening? Right. So, so current event in San Antonio, you can't just brush it off or or go elsewhere with this, but it, it's on every news media out there right now about the 17 year old kid shot by a San Antonio police officer a couple nights ago uh, eating his hamburger in the McDonald's parking lot and uh, officers been fired after a couple days he's a rookie seven months on the force and the police union is not going to represent him no charges have been filed on the officer yet the kid is in critical condition at a hospital here in San Antonio. And no, it wasn't right what the kid did, put his car in reverse and tried to drive away, but it didn't justify uh, deadly conduct by a police officer. And there's video. So just wanted to see what everyone's thought is on this. I know it's very deep. We're going to go very uh, deep and dark on our first podcast. uh, Well, I have to say this is terrible because I I didn't see anything about this. What the... I don't Do you guys not honestly watch the, watch the news like every single day, all day. I can't. There's Have too you much. Not? No, stuff I, I, I actually Maybe. make a conscious decision not to listen to the local news just because it's doom and gloom. It's everything that's out there that's going on. And, um, you know, back to back to your your story. I mean, it, I did see it. I think I saw it on my phone also. Um, I did see body cam footage, um, look like a knock on the door, and then car moved a little and then the guy the cop went straight for gun yeah and you know pray for everybody who's involved here but geez um yeah so he was eating his cheeseburger and then he got in his car to pull away no so so the way it went down is the officer got called to the mcdonald's on a non-related call he's in the parking lot and sees this vehicle parked across the way and thinks to himself or he says to himself or on the radio and said hey I think I tried to pull this car over the other night, and they drove away. So I, he, I thought I heard something that he thought the car was stolen. No, no, it was oh. it was the kid just didn't pull over or something the night before, or a couple nights before. So he just walked over to the vehicle, pulled the door open. The kid's sitting there eating a hamburger, and he says, "Get out!" The kid looks at him. His hands already on the on the the shifter, puts it in reverse cuts the wheel and you can see this cuts the wheel to the left which makes the front end of the vehicle go to the right away from the officer the car door because the officer opened the car door did hit the officer the officer didn't fall down it didn't look like he fell down he pulled his gun out and just started shooting and then the car's visibly driving away and he's still firing at the vehicle and uh Basically, the car came to rest a block away or whatever, and the kids, you know. Ultimately, I, I always have a hard time with, with stories like this or any kind of stories because I'm not there. I don't, you know, I, I want to, we all want to lay blame on something, and um, we don't 
know the situation. We hopefully the courts will, will hammer it all out. But Andrew, you you had a firsthand experience with the courts recently at Kamau County jury duty. I did, uh, and you would want to hope that everything gets worked out. But you know, it's a sad situation all around with this kid, and and it just it also goes to show that at any given moment we make stupid decisions, and it could really right go bad right it's it's a bad decision very on on both parts i mean the kid made a, a bad decision it shouldn't have been a near fatal bad decision but the police officer made a bad decision where he could actually yeah, end up i know and, in and i know but prison. you make these statements like he made a bad decision like you know what he did but you don't know what he it's saw. on video i mean i so I sometimes go to a group called A Girl and a Gun, and we did the uh, the room where you um, have scenarios up on the screen, and you have a fake gun to shoot at it, and things happen so fast right, right. that I myself would not want to be a police officer because right. you have no idea in those split seconds is somebody reaching to grab a weapon or reaching to grab a drink Mm -hmm. or their ID. Um, Situations are so different. Something just uh, along those lines, if you're on social media often or freaking TikTok or whatever, there's always these Karen videos or um, these righteous people out there who don't want to pay attention to cops. I hate those. Mm. You know, I mean, I get they, they it. I, I think it, everyone, you, you should, if the, if a police officer opens your door and says, get out or whatever, right. you, you should do it. I, common, common, common sense. sense would be follow the directions of the police officer. But if you don't, it should not be deadly. Well, you, yeah, I mean, you don't yeah. know if... I, I know. And, and The video that I... There's clearly no, no gun. And that's why the police department fired him two days later mm. from the video and he can't be re- he's not represented by the police union which is it's very clear well, that I know but it, it, then he's, I, I so know. he's guilty I know I'm not saying I'm just saying just discussing the, the situation that's it's bad but it is, it is. I mean for what level I've seen I mean, it is bad. it's it just I have a kid that's you know we all have children that my kid's going to be driving in the next six months if he makes a bad decision to drive away at some, which he knows not to, I'll whoop his ass. But if he makes a bad decision like that, does it? And I'm not saying this cop is guilty, but just looking at the entire picture, Everything is, is you someone said, said that you believe he's guilty? Just now, I'm not the. If I him. see something with with, I mean, I know you're hesitant about it. I can see. I but, just want to know all the facts and, and there's video. I know, but the way you say things is he's guilty and he's gonna fry. And he probably most likely will with video. Likely based on likely the police likely. force not. That's I have an open that. mind. I mean I keep an open mind, but from what information is there now? Is what I'm basing my decision off of, or not my decision, but my conversation His off decision. of. He's judge and jury. No, right my now. my <laughs> my conversation off of is what has been presented in the media, 
and the police department and the it, district attorney. The district DA came out and said they're not even going to file charges against the kid because this is so, and I think the DA's words might have been horrific. I'm not sure. Uh yeah, I'm not obviously. But I'm not paying attention as much yeah. as you are. If you're hearing the DA, yeah, he was on the news last night. Well, yeah. it'll be interesting but based on your recent experience um, in a courtroom serving as a juror. Tell yeah. us about that. Well, um, criminal case in in uh, Comal County, a local county here, uh, a smaller county compared to Bear County. Um, criminal case. Uh, Really, it was not a big deal, but tampering with evidence. And that's how it's presented to us as a jury. The, uh, it's a tampering with evidence charge. And it carries a two to ten year um, sentence in prison. Yeah. Plus a zero to ten thousand dollar fine. So if you find them guilty of tampering with evidence, then you have to you know sentence them and all that. I guess my... My concern was you don't get any backstory on whether good or bad during the, the trial. And then you get the backstory during sentencing before you sentence. So it's a little skewed. Mm-hmm. Although you're supposed to convict off of the law, the law and evidence presented. But there's always a little difference. So you in know, summary, in every don't, case. Throw, don't throw away the doobie. <laughs> And That's just get busted for the doobie. Exactly by, so by right. Basically, by throwing away the doobie, he got charged with tampering. That's right. A small amount of marijuana joint turned into, it could have been a ticket, it could have been a walk away and not get anything. Mm-hmm. But since he dropped it in the river, he got a felony, third degree felony charge. Mm. Yeah. He got convicted. All right. So our first podcast is good. Raring. Let me throw in there four and a half years in prison. Four and a half years. But we chose probation for four and a half years. The funny thing is the judge afterwards said that it was cow shit. He basically (laughs) came out and said, this trial, this was cow shit. And you should really ask the DA about this, is what he said. I would have never thought that during the trial, but that's what he said afterwards. I don't ever want to have to be a defendant. No. No, not at all. So I told my son that evening to, if he ever gets caught with something, a beer or whatever, keep it in your hand. Don't try to hide it. Well, let's let's talk about that. So we we all have kids, you know, minor, 23, 20. Andrew, you have grown kids and... Minor, 19 and 20. And a 15-year-old. And a 15-year-old. Yeah. Stacey? Nineteen and twenty boys. Nineteen and twenty. So we we, I literally wrote a postcard this afternoon to a a, a new a couple announcing their child is coming along, due in February. I wrote this card. And I said, "Congratulations, welcome to parenthood." <laughs> My only advice to you is, don't listen to anybody else's advice. We have no clue what we're doing as parents. Would you say that's correct? Yes. Yeah, I have to say that that is correct, even after raising. You raised three and then you started over again. Grown children still. (laughs) Now they're all good adults. So I I bring that up just because you think about the stories that you tell your children to scare the the Jesus out of them so they don't do anything stupid. 
Um, I'll just tell my story. 19 years old, McLennan County, a few of us at the lake, cops roll up, sirens turn on, and I drop my beer. And he's like, son, do you have an ID? And I said, no, I was a smart aleck. So what do you think they got me? Four hours in the drunk tank. Mm-hmm. Minor, in minor, possession. Not minor, in minor possession. possession. Yeah. Funny wow. thing is, if you look at McLennan County records, I don't think it's on there. <laughs> it's not on there. Anyway, first podcast, I'm confessing to uh, minor in possession. But no, um, don't do anything stupid out there. Don't listen to the cops, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Perception is reality yeah. these days. It's it's not difficult. I mean, I think it's it's the way some people are raised, though. I really believe a lot of this. My father run or whatever. I'm afraid or whatever the excuses are. I watch cops. Yeah. I watch live PD. My father always know. told a story about <laughs> a uh, the we had a two boys cutting our grass when I was growing up. They were college age, but um, one of the boys started. To, he was smarting off of a cop. And the cop took his baton and started to straight up the <laughs> straighten up the boy a little bit, but one too many whacks to the head, and he was a different boy. So he, my dad would always tell that story. Now remember, such and such boys. I won't say the boys' names. Such and remember the such and such boys. Yeah, he's he's not going to have a good life going forward because he was smart Alec. <laughs> Nothing. Mm. That's sad. I shouldn't be laughing. But no, but. Lord. Do you ever tell stories like that to scare your Lord. kids? Um, can't say I have done that. Um, I just tell them there's no reason to, I mean, just, you know what I tell them? Please don't ever kill anybody. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. I'm like, please no, don't, be, don't be dumber because, <laughs> you know, the series is on right now. Uh, like, just... You don't no, want to go to prison I, the rest of your life for doing something. Both my boys walk out the door and I say, don't be an idiot. Right. Your last right. name is Felter. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> right. You represent me, not yourself. Uh-huh. Make smart decisions. Yeah. No, uh, you represent a Felter. My husband's in the military. My kids grew up in the military. So they've heard all their life. Everyone knows who your dad is. So you have to watch out what you're doing because it's representative of him and potentially something that you do could affect his career. So I, mm -hmm. I think there are is something to the fact of how your children are raised and how you can react in situations. I agree. We never properly introduced Stacy. Stacy, who are you? What are you to our team? I am a teammate. I'm a realtor on the Lake Felter Realty Group. How are you enjoying it so far? It's great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nothing. It's, it's great. great. Right. Life's great. You know, Stacy um, is, is a fantastic part of our, our real estate team, which we said we weren't going to talk about on our podcast. I know, but but, no, but we're work family. We're work family. We are work family. We are going to talk about it. We're just not going to be focused on it. Yeah. By the way, my phone number is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking. You're talking about um, kids going out in the real world and representing their parents. My dad, cardiologist for thirty, forty, whatever years, ever since I was born, he knew everybody in town. 
my principal mm-hmm. in high school came up to me and said, hey, you're a felter, right? And your dad's my, your dad's my doctor. Okay, great. Maybe I should have used that as leverage. <laughs> hey, mm. my dad's your doctor. My dad's your doctor. Get in line. He's your cardiologist, exactly. so. <laughs> I never did that. Cardiologist. Yeah, cardiologist. I haven't need one of those yet. I haven't needed one of those yet. Speaking of, I just literally came from a doctor's appointment. My first doctor's family practitioner, just to lay the groundwork. My old one retired, so I needed a new one, right? So I'm all doctored up. Is that what they say? Kind of like lawyering up. I have a doctor on retainer now. A doctor on retainer. So if she comes in and sees me and she's like, you know, surprisingly, this is the second doctor who says this. Surprisingly, your lab work is really good. <laughs> what That's does that judgmental. mean? Were you expecting anything different? Well, I'm sitting they? here, you know, 5'11", weighing 280 pounds. I know I'm obese, but my prior doctor and this current doctor I just met today literally said the same phrase. Surprisingly, your lab work looks really good. Your numbers are, some of them are better than mine. This tells so you that, that some of it's genetics related. Right. Or you're doing something right. I'm not. What, what, what are we doing right? Because I don't even, I don't know what my lab, what my labs look like. I'm sure they're not great. I do have one deficiency. Do I, I need more vitamin D in my life. <laughs> mm. I think everyone does. That's what she said. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I had to say it. I couldn't hold it in. Anyway, we'll cut that out. No, we won't. Um, so she's going to write a first script for one pill a week. What does what vitamin D do? Just go outside. Is that, is it's that too freaking hot. That's what the sun gives, right? Yes. Really? You just need to be outside. Oh, and uh, in the same breath, I'm looking at my hand going, maybe this is skin cancer on my hand. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's possible. I got a referral for a dermatologist. Let me see that again. No. It's interesting, but it's not. It looks like a like a bruise, though. Some tight, like a busted vein or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I want to squeeze it. So anyway, <laughs> later this week, I'm going to go to H-E-B and get myself some D. <laughs> You can't tell Matt Filter's in charge of the soundboard. Yes, he is. We'll switch up next time. Yes, please. Keep him away from that. So we have been on a wide range of topics. We started with our, uh, I'm still trying to get this mic thing right if I sound different. Trying to be like off center. You keep adjusting. You have to be off center. Matt, you're straight on so I can hear you breathing. Like I can hear you breathe. (laughs) I'm distracted. Can you hear me breathe? No. I can hear you <laughs> breathe in. I can hear you. <laughs> so anyway, first podcast was. Yeah. I don't even know wow. how long it's been. Why I, I wanted, the, wanted well, to time it. Well, it's going We're 19 around. minutes now. Oh, that's plenty. So no, seriously, the whole point of this podcast is the the vision that we had. The vision that we had is years ago, Andrew and I were <laughs> imagine this sitting at a bar. And we said, what if we put a camera on the bar and just recorded our conversation? Because Andrew is all over the place. I'm a conservative person trying to rein him in. And we kind of battled back and forth. It's fun. I like it. It's enjoyable. (laughs) 
It is. I like to I like to rouse Matt up a little bit too, because uh, he's very conservative. But that should be allowed. It like is. today, there's yeah. so many people that have different points of view that yeah. can't have conversations. Right. Why can't we? We should be able to. I I agree. And we I mean we have fun and now Stacy's here so. I won't be as you're, candid. You're outweighed. That's <laughs> I what will it not is. be as candid. I mean, there's more red in the room now. No, I'll, I'll be. I'll be perfectly honest. I voted libertarian last time. I'm conservative, yes, but I have. We're not. This is not going to be a political podcast. Yep, I'm going to save that for next time. No. Um, but we do. Andrew and I do get on heated issues where he states a point, and I'm all, "What the heck?" And then we try to convert each other into our point of views. But that's the whole point of having open conversations. Right. Not labeling him as one side of the coin or the other, and I hate you. Right. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to convert him. I'm just trying to have a conversation and get other points of view. And some are, I, you know, you say some things that are very valid, and maybe it can change my mind or add something to the, to the mix. I I enjoy it. It's good. And then also, I mean, you throw in a drink or two and it just gets a little better. After three or four, we're just yelling at each other. We don't yell. We just laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, then go home and do it again another time. So. All right. Next week on our podcast, I'm going to tell you how I evangelized Andrew. He tried. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I got invitations. I got invitations. I. Yeah, if, if if you don't know me, I went to I went to Baylor. Um, I saw enough evangelizing going on at Baylor for years. Um, Catholic, I went in there Catholic. Saw a lot of Baptists. So I'm the last person I think that would ever say that I evangelized to somebody. But you know, you get at a certain age, you just you you have your thoughts, and and we're just having open conversations, right? How do you feel about that, Stacy? Mm. I'm not on next week. Where are you next week? You know, we can phone you oh in. Oh, yeah, where are you, yeah, where are you <laughs> We can totally week? phone you in. Or next, whenever we do this. Could be Friday, I don't know. That was good. So, <laughs> like with all of our podcasts I see in the future, I, don't, I have no idea where it's going to go. So, Stacy, thank you for coming. Thank you for adding a little levity to it. Maybe. I don't know. Yes, thank you for coming. I appreciate What's you making it out. We have two questions for you. What's your favorite restaurant? Ooh, I'm a foodie, you so I foodie. love San Antonio food. Oh, goodness. You know, we make um, La Hacienda de los Barrios. A pretty regular place for us, only be, mostly because we live a mile away. But the outdoor ambiance is phenomenal. So we I do would not have officially have any sponsors on the show. So if anybody's listening, De Las Barrios. <laughs> what was the second one? Um, that was the first. That was the only oh, one. La oh. Hacienda De Las Barrios. De Las Barrios. There are two locations, aren't there? I actually think there are three. Yeah, th- I know there's one over in Westover Hills. Yeah. All right, Andrew, what's the question? Oh, um, I think that was a great question, and I'd like to throw in another restaurant, which I really have been to a few times and thoroughly enjoy, 375 Social Kitchen. 
Ooh. And I've recommended it to Stacy. I haven't she, tried I don't it think yet. She's made it. Never heard of it. Three seven five Social Kitchen, and it is uh, it's over in by the Forum. In the Forum, off Pat Booker, I think. Yeah, Agora Parkway, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what it is. But yeah, cool. Um, another question for Stacy. Um, let's go with where do you see yourself in five years? Wow, that's a hard one. Uh, my uh, kids. So my oldest son will have graduated from college, hopefully, mm-hmm. and will be on to better things. Uh, let's see. My youngest actually should also be through. So both of them will be moving on in their lives. Um, so I see that part of my life will be wherever that takes them. Right. Um, but but my husband and I see ourselves staying here in San Antonio for the next five years and seeing what happens. It's, Great. it's funny, as parents, we answer the question about ourselves oh, based on our through kids. the view <laughs> of our kids. That is so true with all of us. Right? Well, just, you know, I grew up in the Midwest in a small mm-hmm. town, and I grew up around my grandparents and my cousins and everything. And then getting married, having kids, and being in the military, we haven't lived near our family um, you know, we have a lot of friends that have become family, but uh, now that we're back in San Antonio, I'm four hours from my mom and my stepdad and my brother, and, you know, I miss that, and I miss that for my kids, so. Right, right. I just want to be there for them. I understand, completely. Well, thank you very much for coming out. Thanks thank for having Stacey. me. <laughs> so, as always, Matt and Andrew, Lake Filter Realty Group. If you ever have any real estate questions, give us a call 210-487-1875. Or Andrew Lake at 210-701-6160, andrew.lfrg at gmail.com. Ooh, throwing in the email. Stacy, what are you? Stacy York, 575-921-4145. So I hope you tune in next week. I hope we figure out how to do this a little more seamlessly. I um, hope our... Topics are all over the place. Um, thank you for listening, and <laughs> stay tuned to your inner voices. With Matt and Andrew. With Matt and Andrew. Adios.